And we back. Another episode of Free uh, Game, Game Friday. Friday. Episode 24. 24. He's right. I'm wrong. <laughs> Can you do You know something? how it go. We're going to go through. We got questions from the people. Yes, sir. You know, and um, we're going to go through and answer some until we get tired. At Victoria's underscore Toro. If I am a brand new artist that just started recording today, should I put music out for free first or where should I release it? Where or should I license everything first? Yeah, if you're if you're a brand new artist that just start recording today, you probably shouldn't put out anything yet. Um you should probably just work on your craft, but if you want to put something out, sure, put it out everywhere. I guess <laughs> I think you should really focus on your craft first. If you just start recording today, maybe not release it. Yep. But there's so many artists that do, and they blow up. So, you know, That's I don't want you to stifle your chances. You might yeah. be hard. Um, Yeah, put that shit out. Put it out everywhere. What did he mean by license it? I didn't understand that part. I think, being that there are brand new artists that just started recording today, they may not be aware of what, like, licensing is. Or oh, just okay. Like a, you know, yeah. Okay, so that's yeah. why I was confused, because they was confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is from it's Lido underscore BBS. If you had a thousand dollars, would you rather get reposted by IG accounts with high engagement or run ads? We were just talking right. about this. This is so ads. perfect. Ads, ads, ads. 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 If That's you have to choose between seating ads. and running ads, <laughs> it's just um because like you could spend a thousand on seating, right? And you'll probably land on some pages that got like. 50k 100k following 200k but that following wasn't built for you or around you or behind you so you can end up spending that thousand and really the engagement is worthless because it wasn't an audience tailored right. for you or they don't care that you're there if you put it on ads then you're activating an, an audience that may not know who you are but is already interested in the shit that you're doing in music like yours so i'm gonna say ads every time yeah i agree with ads that's not to say that those pages aren't useful because that's how uh dang what was his name Rap marathon yeah rap marathon but who was it wallow um, wallow that's how wallow ended up finding the wrestle initially which really like set everything off after you went viral a few times, but, right. um, yeah, rap marathon post was really what set everything off. So they're not useless, but if you only you have a thousand dollars, but also what I did when I had did rap marathon, I created, I had a notebook and I had about a hundred different page names. Yep. Right. Yeah. Remember, I remember that. we went through yeah. all the pay and I said, check the ratio of engagement. I'm yeah. not going to do it. If it yeah. feels like it's fa-. So I had did hella research. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are going to do that, if you're going to see, do the research. Go look at the pages. Find all the similar pages. Try to find pages that you actually frequent mm-hmm. and see shit on. Or the pages that yep. all the homies put you on, like those ones. Yeah. Because you could really lose a lot of money seeding. And a lot of these pages have fake engagement. The goal for them is just to make it feel like a lot is moving. Yeah. Right? It's an illusion. <laughs> it's a look. It's a look. They pay for the look. Yeah, make exactly. it look good. You feel exactly. me? So if you're going to do that, just really do your research. But I would really say ads because with ads, you can get really definitive in, in who you reach. And you mm-hmm. may not reach a wallow, you know, right away, but you also may. That's how the ads work because he's interested in those things. Yeah. But with an ad, at least you know every person who sees this, is in a niche that that you exist in and if they become a fan 
<laughs> you know, it only take them to spend one dollar with you for you to recoup your ad money. Very true. And with ads, you can see how much you spent per person. Whereas, like, uh, one of those posts is like, you just spent that money and you really don't know right. what came out of it. But also, if you do use one of those pages, I was going to say, also try to find a page that shares things that are like what you're creating. Like, don't just try to do a rap page, but you make R&B music because that wouldn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. You might like rap music, but it should fit with the type of content you're creating. Yeah. That was my question. Go ahead. This is from whoamitv.tv. Can you talk about the best way to recoup some of my ad spins so that I can afford to continue to run them? I'm an indie artist with a lot of music out and release new music regularly. I have a couple pieces of content that cause some traction, but I would like to make some money from the attention so that I can reinvest into running ads. Um, the only way you can recoup your ad spend is by having a great product, right? And that goes for music content. So what I do, say if I ran a piece of content goes viral and I run an ad for $1,000, right? Out of that $1,000, say... 50,000 to 80,000 people sees this piece of content. Out of that 80,000, someone usually buys stock. Someone usually buys merch. Someone might book me for a show that cover, you know, the ad spend times 10. True. Um, so that's really how you, your recruitment comes in a form of all the opportunities you get from the people who now see this ad. Someone might come to a show. Mm -hmm. Several people might come to a show, and that's instantly. So your ad spend, you can't look at it as being recouped one way. It gets recouped from all of the motion you have, and you should always have product as an artist, even if it's not merch. Music is a product. So if you're only releasing music once a year, that means you ain't got no – there's no supply. Yeah. So you don't even have no product. But if you haven't merch, then your ad spend is recouped instantly. If you spend $100 to run ads and 10 people end up buying a shirt, you already recoup fully. You feel me? So you just have to have product to support your ad, something for them to actually go and pay you for. You have to monetize your art. He said it all, folks. <laughs> Nothing for me to add to that. This is from Paul. Will you be re-releasing any throwback GC merch? Yeah, <laughs> we bringing them back, man. I noticed that they not they not throwbacks because you know new people come and new people want them and they still spy as we thought they was at the beginning. So yeah, merch is coming back. I just took a little break. I wanted to get the quality right. I really wanted to get it right. Like I got a few old good comics. My mama the other day she she was walking through the house and she had this old ass shirt. And the whole print was faded. And, yeah. like, you couldn't even tell what was on it. Like, and I, I don't want that to happen anymore. Like, I want people to, to buy merch and be able to have it in, like, 10 years. And this is their favorite shirt to sleep in because it's like, man, this was, just, you know. Like, yeah. I, want, I want that shit to be that. So, I feel like the break was needed to really get where it should be. And we did. We tested out a bunch of different we garment companies. A bunch of and we ended shit. up with Shockerwear, right. which was great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're exceptional. We were both wearing the gray hoodie um yesterday yep. from Shockerwear and I was just like, I love this, this is a hoodie. Great hoodie. It's a great hoodie. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of great companies out there, but Shockerwear was the one. Man, and that's just necessary because we appreciate all the homies and the fans out there who've been supporting merch. Right, you know we we don't we don't even have to improve and people will still support. But that's the beautiful thing about us. It's like, bro, no, <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. I'm going to try to keep giving you better and better and better. I think that's you. Yep. So me. Mm -hmm. This is from Nari Ben Reels. 
I have pro, I have PRO, Sound Exchange account. Don't know how to register music with them all yet. I have all resources needed to be independent. I just need advice on managing royalties, tracking your money without a publishing admin. I am my own publisher. Um, you should get a publishing admin. You're not your own publisher. You are technically, but in terms <laughs> of collections, you're not. Um, unless you're going to spend the next few years studying publishing and how to collect and doing deals with all these organizations to get your royalties, <laughs> you should get a pub admin. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. What's a pub so admin? Once you A publishing admin is someone who administers your publishing royalties. They go and collect from all the organizations worldwide, and they bring them back to you. If they don't do it and you do it yourself, just you missing paper. spend years. You're going to be missing some you, paper. You're going to be missing some paper. So get a pub admin with Song Trust. And with Song Trust, when you sign up and you're ready to register a song, it's an easy form. You go and click Add New or Create, yeah. and you put all your song information in, ISRCs. They ask you for everything you need. And then you hit submit, and they go collect for you. You ain't got to worry about it. Sound Exchange is another that's similar, a bit more of a process, but if you're really interested in this, honestly, you're going to get on YouTube and figure it out. It's never going to be nothing to stop you from that. But Sound Exchange is similar. Once you sign up, it'll be um, drop-downs at the top, and it says enter a claim or search for a recording. If you have a certain distro... Like video, uh, they register it with Sound Exchange for you. So we used to have to do that part manually. They'll now register it for you, but you have to go in after and choose to collect on it and put your percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you don't have a distro doing that, then you have to register it. But it's all get on YouTube. It's a lot easier so you can see it than me trying to elaborate the entire <laughs> process. <laughs> you did a great job explaining that. This is from Steve Quinn. As a producer, I want to work with artists, but I'm afraid of my beats getting stolen or them refusing to pay for them. What do I do? Quit being afraid. <laughs> That's what you do. Right. Like if you going if you going to work out of fear, then you should probably just change your career to something a little bit more safe. Like right. you got to be willing to take risks and work with artists and like people that's why they created beat tags and stuff, which I don't really love beat tags especially when they're overused, but you can create like sample beats that are heavy with beat tags so people can't steal it like flat out and then when you send the artist the actual beat don't you remove the beat tags don't do it every beat i came across that i loved that had a ton of beat tags in it i just didn't use it so don't yeah. even do and it. like youtube like, beats and don't stuff don't trip off that shit early bro like yeah. go make music you love and put that shit out as a producer it's like the more people hearing your beat the better if you especially if you're making beats on youtube put that shit out if it gets a million views and there's a hundred thousand niggas using your beat you won yeah. Whether whether they got you a check and put you back in, <laughs> nigga, you won. Some of my favorite producers now that I use and pay and they get split Skies. is because so many people yeah. was using their beats for free. I kept hearing the sound. It's like, bro, I got it. I got it for it. And now he getting a check from it. Like, yeah. if you love it, go do it. Go do it. Like, niggas be um, focused on the wrong shit early that they can't <laughs> even get the reps in. Later it's like, too. bro, you're not even tight enough to worry about that. Right. You feel me? You got to get tight at your Nobody craft, even want to so buy your beat yet. <laughs> <laughs> and this may not be your situation. Yeah, you People might be great. Sorry. Buy, but still, still, go go do it. Don't be in yeah. fear that people going to fuck you over. If you fear people going to fuck you over, they probably going to fuck you over. Like, you manifesting right. it. You create that energy. You got to move with the right energy. Yeah, go. Go play. Go, man, that, that's the crazy thing, because, like, <laughs> when you a young nigga, you just love it so much that you just play. 
Mm-hmm. If you in a car the homies, you just gonna rap because nigga, we just let her rap. Like the if you hoop and we outside, nigga, interview. we gonna hoop because you yeah. let her hoop. But as you grow, nigga, start. Oh, I ain't got the right, the right shoes, shoes to hoop. <laughs> right. Oh, I can't rap with that. My, you know, like all that. Oh, I can't make a beat unless I got the. It's like, bro, what? What happened? Right. What if you love it? Do that shit. Right. <laughs> the paper gonna me? come. <laughs> How do you distribute your music using your offer-based method? I don't distribute offer-based music. I guess if you buy it online, I mean, and I I set it up the same way with a product um, as you would, the same way you would go in and buy a T-shirt. I just set that up for the album, for the physical, for the uh, digital download, some of the albums we do physicals for, but you just purchasing it the same way you would a T-shirt. So it's still through Shopify, still through the app. Um, when we use Even, the process is the same. It's just through a different platform other than Shopify. But it's not, um, I guess you can call that distributing, but it's not distributing in a manner to DSPs. It's just directly to people. What does DSP stand for? Digital service providers. So, but so I guess technically it still is distribution because you're distributing it yeah, to the consumer. Just to, right, straight Not to digital. the consumer. Oh, but still digitally. My brain. <laughs> uh, this is from vintage underscore cam cam. What is the origin story behind wearing Crocs? Um, I think the first person I seen you with some Crocs on that was like near was Tessie. I think her, was it Tessie first? I think it was Tessie first because her mom wore Crocs because she worked in a hospital and shit, you feel me? So I think that was the first Croc scene. And then um, we was talking about Crocs for a minute, and I think Yaya's sister had got some Crocs first. And we was like, ah, let's get some Crocs. And then she got Yaya some Crocs. And then she ended up getting me some Crocs for my birthday. That was my first pair of Crocs. And, um... Shit, I don't know. I've been wearing them since. They were just comfortable. <laughs> they they never came off after that. It was like, ugh. Shout out Chazzy, man. Chazzy got me my first pair of Crocs. <laughs> right, you ain't came out of them since. <laughs> right, I ain't came out of them since. I got all types of Crocs now. Those ones are reflective. I like those ones. Yeah. The Echo Clogs. Those ones are fire. The Echo Clogs. They did their big man. one with those. The Echo Clogs. Splash got some Crocs now. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. You got about 25 pairs of Crocs now. Right. Right. Yo, yo. It's on me? Yeah. Do you use Bandcamp? If not, why? Did it have a name? Um, This is from Real Mr. Kingsley. I don't use Bandcamp, and I don't have a reason why. Didn't we used to upload like all the show info to Bandcamp? That's Bands in Town. Bands in Town. Yeah. You're right. You yeah. is right. There's so many websites, man. Right. Sheesh, I'm going to add that to my workshop. Yeah. Websites. This is from The Kid Next Door. Hey, you came in clutch being able to even get this username. Oh, that's Codename Kids Next Door. <laughs> that was such a great show. This, oh, question. When boosting a post on Instagram, is it best to send people to your website or profile? It depends on what you are marketing. So if it's just music, if you're a musician, or like if you're an artist who paints or whatever you do, if you're just marketing like your art, then you can send them to your profile so that way they can see more of the work that you do. Um, If you're selling merch or something, then you should 
send them to the website where they can purchase it or if you're pushing uh tickets then you should send them to the website in order to purchase the ticket <laughs> anything to add <laughs> this is from at i am underscore smart confidence i like that <laughs> you know what i am <laughs> smart <laughs> What's the best and cheap basic recording equipment for a starting artist who just graduated high school? Um, when you're going cheap, there isn't a best. Everything is adequate. Whatever you find. Um, yeah, if you're going cheap, whatever you find will work. Just just get what you can, get your hands on to start doing your craft until you could afford quality equipment. But in the beginning... Um, there's tons of like if you go to Zounds or Sweetwater or Vintage Kings or Guitar Center, they all sell like recording bundles, mm-hmm. and you can get one of those artist bundles that packs. comes with a mic and an <laughs> interface, right? The artist starter kit. You feel <laughs> they me? do get really one of those that. and just get your reps up. That's the that's mm-hmm. the easiest way to get started. If you have to stay cheap, you don't need the best equipment. You just need equipment that's going to get the job done. Cause nigga, my first mic was from the flea market, <laughs> and it was like a, I don't even know the name. It was just a box with a mic on it, like <laughs> didn't even have a name. You feel me? But I got them early reps in, and then right. it moved up to like a AKG Perception, and then moved it. You know, like it it slowly start climbing. But none of that shit was the best. But it was the it was the best I could do. What so, mic do you use now? I use the um. Warm Audio WA eight thousand, um, and then the the Sterling SD sixty fifty. But I haven't used that one in a while. I've been using the Warm Audio. What now. was the, what was but your I dream really mic? The, yeah, uh, the Telefunken ELAM two fifty one. Telefunken. That's the mic. I went to um, I went to um, fucking Hitco. First, I went to Def Heffernan Studio. Right, and um, they had one there. We I forgot whose studio we was in, but him, me, him, Zali, and Fani was all there, and um, he they had the mic, and I was like, where have I seen this mic? I like this mic, but I didn't fall in love with it there. But I was like, hmm, it, it feel good after we went to Hitco and they was I running it through the, the fucking tube tech yeah. and shit. That's when I was like, nigga, this is the mic. Yeah. <laughs> this is the mic I need. Yeah. Everyone loves the C800, the Sony C800, but I really love that fucking mic, the Telefunken. Yeah. I guess it's probably different for you, too, because you don't really process your vocals. So people might love different mics because they're going to add all this. Right, stuff right, right. On top of it. Yeah, no, that's the one. Telefunken, if you're out there, you want to supply me please. with a mic, please, just like a $10,000 mic, I'll do whatever. <laughs> whatever. Hey, that's the, that's the fucking mic. When I build the big studio, that's, that's the, the mic. That's, that's the, the mic. Telefunken, and the whole hood going to get to be able to use there. it. If you're out there. Come on. Telefunken, if you're out there, we building a studio here in the V. And uh, we could really use some telefunken mics if y'all love black people and y'all real genuine humans <laughs> over there. I would, I, I think somebody would be reaching out. You had uh, the telefunkens when you were giving away the mics, like your show mics. Weren't those telefunken? Those mics? were telefunkens, yeah. the M twenties. Yeah, I really like those. Mm-hmm. They got a few mics that I really like, man. If they love black people, I, I think they'd be tapped in. <laughs> I would tap in. Right. <laughs> I love I black ta- people. I'm I would tap in. in. You feel me? But that's just me. Uh, this is from Sleazy. 
Which distributor do you think is best to use? United Masters or DistroKid? There really is no best. It depends on what you're trying to build and uh, what's important to you that a distro has available to use. And at that early phase, there's no best, but there is better. There definitely is better. But at that early (laughs) phase, um, most of these distros at your early phase, you don't get to experience the better side of them yet anyway. Like until you start doing enough numbers to raise their eye mm-hmm. to where they're like, hey, you call us if you need us. Right. They're all very, very similar in that early stage. Some are better because they do have more distribution points, mm-hmm. like early. You That's know, true. Like, yeah. like you're, you're able to get on a lot of things that, that you just can't get to from DistroKid. I feel like DistroKid was the royalty rates great, are though. better. Yeah. Um, DistroKid is the only distributor that we have yet to use where you can – sync your lyrics and they send them out and that i feel like as an early artist little things like that are so important because you're able to like get all of the little things that help your fans like know your lyrics and be able to sing along with you and stuff and like you're saying the other stuff that like really separates the distros it's like you really don't even need those yet you're not at the point to yeah. where they're going to be useful to you. Yeah, I think yeah, I think starting Distro Kid is is definitely one of the yeah. betters for a starting artist. I agree. It's just once you get to that threshold. It does come a point. You can only right. get so far. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they said I couldn't get this far without a distro. <laughs> were they right? Hey, they were um right and wrong. They were right in the sense that I can't get to where I am today through DistroKid, but they were wrong in the sense of, like, how big I was able to get through DistroKid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, um, we got really far. Yeah. And I could still, it just would be harder, <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. But we got really far. Yeah. I wonder who's, like, the biggest distro kid using artists what was the i just seen a nigga the other day post a distro kid and they they should said they made a million on that bitch so i guess nigga nigga you really can't but you know Sheesh. they do their business so much differently than me you really yeah. if you don't have a business model like mine you could go that's what i was about to ask but, what was but the you reason can't because what was the reason? because some of the <laughs> that we left distro kid yeah because the royalty shit yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If you don't, if you're not selling splits, yeah. what what was another reason to leave DistroKid? They also don't have like all of the. Yeah, they just did DistroKid video though, but like they don't put your shit on JPEG. It's it was hella hella sources that was missing. And remember, niggas was like, bro, it ain't on JPEG. Niggas and you know trying to listen to it and they couldn't. You mm-hmm. feel me? So um, your shit on JPEG accent, now? Yeah, they in the they in the but slammer? in Korea and hella different places. You feel me? Like. <laughs> The, like the sources, the sources wasn't as far, and the royalty rates was lower. Yeah, that's true. like the Sorry. amount that you getting paid for a stream was at a lower tier, which is crazy because the nigga ran up a million on DistroKid at a at lower, the lower tier. tier. You don't even know it was a lot more paper you could have wow. made. I would so DistroKid, and I seen a difference. Like our first command, command shift payout, shift, yes. and vid- even the video one yeah. is like. Oh yeah, they. The, you could tell the rates. I are almost different. have the same balance in Command Shift as I did when I paid out from DistroKid, and I was at DistroKid for two years with you. 
and we haven't been at command shit for more right. than six months, and I almost have the same balance from Disturbed. Yeah, but that's also because it's newer music, and people stream those a lot more than they stream the Nah, it's things, the collection, so. right? It's that too, but it's definitely <laughs> like, nigga, the niggas stream the shit way more times yeah. now. <laughs> What's it, this mean? <laughs> this is from Jose. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Jose, when marketing a single, what kind of ad specifically are you running? And could you give us a step-by-step process of how you're putting the ad for your single together? I don't, um, I don't run ads to market singles per se i only run ads behind content pieces of content that go viral so i don't we don't even choose a single necessarily to do that to run the ad behind it whichever piece breaks the threshold and goes is the one that gets the ad um when i am marketing a single i'm doing it through content like when we when we made don't make me get my belt i was Mm -hmm. like i want this to go out let's do the dance video let's do the video on top of the shit i just think of ways to market it through content and if one of those pieces go viral then nice we now have an ad for it but i don't i don't run ads in particular for a single is marketing not just content now like i mean marketing i guess used to be like blog posts and it's not just I think shows are marketing. I think Momo's proud to pay brunches are marketing. I think building everything is marketing. Everything everything we do is marketing. Like yeah. any any time a nigga walk past is like, oh, you the nigga I seen when you did that. Marketing. Was marketing. You know what I mean? like, marketing. Everything just marketing. Everything is marketing. Everything is That's marketing. That's all content. Yeah. I guess. But not just content. Content and events. events. Content and events. Things you do. Everything you do is marketing. Your (laughs) life is your rollout. Everything you do is marketing. That's what niggas forget. They be sitting in these whole ass rooms like, how can we market this? They got a whole marketing team. (laughs) And they're they're, they're trying to create things. And it's like, well, how about y'all use the nigga whose shit it is? You feel me? He's not even in the room. He's not even in the room. That's y'all marketing right there. Go do something. He's not nigga. even in the room. They gonna come to him and be like, "We finna market it this way." And that's why that shit, is, bro. That's why it is the way it is. That's why oh, it is the man. way it is, man. He's not even in the room. One this, more. Yeah, it's on me though. Come on. This is from Arrow underscore G. Yoo. <laughs> when it comes to the live series, y'all shoot like live from the living room, the wall, etc. What does the setup look like? Because it's not like you're lip syncing over pre-recorded audio. Love and gratitude. I'm gonna let you explain this because you got the whole audio. Text Running back, what do you say? He wants to know uh, what your setup is like when you do the live sessions because you're not lip singing over them like some other platforms do. So what we do <laughs> is we set up a mixer. The mixer that we use for rehearsals is the Zoom L12. The mixer that we use for the backyard shows is the Behringer X32. Um, when we do rehearsals and live sessions, we're using that Zoom L12 or the L8. And basically what we do is either plug in a computer, a laptop, a phone, a DJ board, and we play the instrumental from it. The mics are connected to the mixer. All the sounds are routed into the mixer, so it's going through. We basically just record it through the mixer, and then on the back end, we blend it with the camera audio, so you have both sounds. Because if you just use the camera audio, then like it sounds like it's coming from a camera. So we blend that in with the actual audio from the microphones. That way, if you just use the mixer audio, you lose all of the environment. 
that mm-hmm. will come from being there because it's so direct through the microphone. It's just catching my voice that you don't get all the people in the crowd and all the birds flying and shit. That comes from either the camera or we used to set up a boom and, and track audio for everything and then blend that in. That's actually a better route, but we just start moving faster. But, um, yeah, blend the mixer audio in with the cam audio, and you pristine. You in there. You ain't got to lip sync your shit and all yep. that. You feel and me use inside? instrumentals. And, man, if you're doing <laughs> anything live, please use your instrumentals or use live yeah. instruments, man. Like, I know it's like... Trent, like, it's all niggas know to rap over their song, but it's like, bro, take the vocals out. Completely. Don't take even be having the, the extra, don't the ad libs, Like, if you please. rap, rap your songs. Right? It gives you freedom rap to play. Song. Niggas don't want to pay all that money to come to shows and sit in lines to not see you play. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, you can't sit on the bench, nigga. Play. We yeah. could have listened to this shit in the car. Rap the songs. Yeah, I think that is my last ask. <laughs> <laughs> it's really taking the joy and fun out of live shows. It really Bro, is. And I feel man. like on both ends, for the artist and for the consumer, like there's no way. I mean, a lot of the time they're but drunk even the ones who don't like mess, if y'all but. be turned up to the song with the vocals. Y'all gonna be even more turnt when a nigga right. really rapping that bitch. <laughs> right. Trust me, if you Energy. having fun now, tell them niggas rap, bro. I challenge niggas for one week to rap your songs on stage. Right. <laughs> right. And it makes better content that could live forever. Mm-hmm. Live for Sada piece been going still. Right. right. Every every piece that we've had that came from. It's that like backyard. you re-recorded a new song too. You could put that out on distros. You now you got that song streaming. out again. It's now another Another chain of revenue. More paper. <laughs> more more paper. More, more publishing. <laughs> Come on, rap your songs. If you a rapper, rap your song. If you a singer, sing it. You know, R and B singers don't really get to do that shit. They be having to sing. And when I do see R and B singers do that, I be sick. <laughs> I be sick because it just be like you lying. You can't really sing. And that's how it is for rappers. It's like, bro, you can't rap. You you punch in every verse. I challenge. I challenge all of my rapping homies. Next show, rap. Just 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 vocals. Just vocals and instrumental. Rap, rap. I'm trying to see videos. Rap. (laughs) Right. I'm gonna do one more. This is from Get Ot Burl. Earl. Get Otb Earl. Get on the bitch Earl. That's what that's saying, bro. <laughs> Get on the bitch Earl. Man. Get on the bitch Earl. <laughs> Get on TV Earl. He from Oakland for when sure. When and if my offer for the song Say Love gets accepted, can I reinvest the dividends and earn more shares of the song that way? Um, I guess if you put in another offer for a percent, at, that, that, the thing is like, that percentage amount would change as I grow, right? Like, Man, the people who got to do that little dance early and baggage claim early is like, y'all Bruh. niggas won. <laughs> you y'all feel won. me? Because as as I get bigger, those percentages yield way more money and it's for the rest of your life. So that, yeah. that, that amount goes up. But uh, I guess. But yeah, man, shout out to niggas who got in early. Shout out to niggas still getting in early because it's, I'm at the beginning. Still. I'm at the beginning. <laughs> I'm at the beginning. Yeah. 
feel like this is like your first. I'm year. at the beginning. Oh, okay, he at the beginning. <laughs> hey, nigga. <laughs> I'm at the beginning. Oh my God! Say it it's finna get filthy, man. Shout out, shout out everyone who bought some Say stock because it's finna get filthy. Where you at? I'm at the beginning. Right. It's finna get filthy. Y'all heard where he's at? I'm at the beginning. It's finna get filthy. They don't know where you at. I'm at the beginning. Hey, this has been another beautiful episode of Free Game Friday. Yeah. If you got any questions, it's a link in the bio, link in all the, wherever the links go. Send your questions in for next time, man. We at the end. <laughs> Filthy. Until next time, guys. Hey, I'm at the beginning. <laughs>